Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 14th of October. Yesterday's US consumer price inflation rate was high if you're a politician. If you're an economist, the result was a lot more nuanced than that. The details really do matter here, although not to Fed policy. We have the arguably the most politicised Federal Reserve since Fed Chair Burns in the 1970s, so policy is no more sophisticated than the chant of raise, raise, raise. The details matter to the question of whether the US consumer will carry on supporting the US economy and avoid an economic slump. And while the Fed is doing its best to mess things up, the details of the Consumer Price Inflation Report would seem to suggest that the consumer will probably do okay. First, Team Transitory can declare victory. The drivers of last year's inflation have now turned into outright deflation. Durable goods prices were rising at a rate of 3.8% month-on-month at their peak last year. Yesterday's data showed durable goods prices falling 1.1% month-on-month. That is the biggest fall in durable goods prices in almost 66 years of history. The shift of durable goods price inflation to durable goods price deflation is why economists described the drivers of last year's inflation as being transitory. Absent the war in Ukraine, we would be in a low inflation environment right now. Second, homeowners' spending power continues to be significantly better than consumer price inflation suggests. The fictional owner's equivalent rent continues to add to consumer price inflation, but does not add to anyone's cost of living. Third, when demand is weakening, prices will fall. Over 40% of the core goods basket fell in price in September. Finally, higher frequency purchases are experiencing deflation. 35% of the food basket fell in price in September. None of this is going to stop the Fed from raising. But all of this means that the consumer's cost of living and perceptions of the cost of living and thus spending power are not necessarily as bad as the headline numbers suggest. Today's retail sales data from the United States needs to be read in that context. Chinese inflation data came in slightly weaker than the consensus expected for the month of September. Producer price inflation slumped below 1% year over year. Consumer prices were expected to rise, and they did rise on the back of higher food prices. But domestic demand in China remains lacklustre, and there does not seem to be much momentum for a stronger inflation figure. There are some final euro area consumer price inflation numbers for September, but these rarely change from the initial estimate and are not a market focus. Meanwhile, UK bonds and sterling rallied on several media reports that the British government was going to do yet another U-turn on its fiscal policy, in the sense that it was going to abandon the mini-budget and come through with a more fiscally coherent policy. There is somewhat fevered speculation as to exactly what will be abandoned, the mini-budget, the mini-budget plus the Chancellor, or the mini-budget plus the Chancellor plus the Prime Minister. 
The markets care most about getting a sensible fiscal policy in place, but there is some interest as to the level of competence of the government for the remaining couple of years of this parliament. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.